Hey, what's up everybody? This is Nick from Live Rehab. I'm Denise. And we're here today to talk to you about the importance of healthy eating and a good diet during recovery. So let's start by talking about uh, why nutrition is important in recovery. What you eat and what you're putting into your body plays a significant role in how you overcome your addiction. Yeah, that's right. I think that one of the most important things to remember is that whatever you've been battling uh, addiction-wise, you've probably been in a situation where you haven't necessarily fed your body or your mind with the right kinds of nutrients, and more than likely you haven't made great food choices either you know, during the addiction phase um, or even you know, not sure what to do during recovery to make sure that you are eating healthy. But the good news is, is that you can, uh, you can start. You can start now. We're gonna. That's what we're gonna talk to you about. Um, finding a good nutrition plan. And once you get on that bandwagon of healthy eating and uh, nutrition, you will notice that you will be able to manage your triggers. You'll be able to overcome withdrawals. And we want you to be addiction free for the rest of your life. Nutrition plays a huge role in that outcome. It's incredible, actually, and and many people don't really realize how much of an impact food has on the on the brain and on the body. Um, one recommendation of a of a documentary to watch actually is uh, What the Health on Netflix. That's a good one. Um, that sugar film as well um, are great examples of recent uh, documentaries that have come out that have really shown the importance of of um, healthy healthy eating and healthy diet. So I think you know I'd recommend anybody if you're looking for a great documentary to watch, you can you can certainly watch that as well. All right, so let's talk now about the importance of uh, finding a good nutrition plan. All right, so you may be thinking, geez, where do I even start? Um, Especially if this is your first experience in uh, nutrition or finding uh, a better way to eat, we recommend that you find a plan. I, yeah, no, so I think what's even more important is that we take a step back for just a second and we think about, okay, why can't I just wing it? Why can't I just go to the shops? buy some food and that'll be fine, right? Isn't that enough? Don't, can I just buy vegetables? Can I just buy some fruit, stick it in the fridge and I'll be, I'll be all right. Uh, I highly recommend against that for any of you in a, in a working or professional environment, it, the importance of preparing food, having the right types of food available to you and then having a, an ongoing list or an ongoing um, inventory of food that you can eat from and that you can prepare food from really absolutely changes your approach to recovery, I think. Absolutely. And uh, this is where we want, we're going to hold you accountable for doing your own research. It would be very uh, not wise of us to recommend a specific plan based on something that's worked for us or something that's worked for someone else. Uh, We're very aware that not everybody fits into that same box. So uh, one plan, maybe let's say paleo, may work for some people, and that's you know very big on eating meat, uh, raw, organic, uh, high protein diet. Whereas some people maybe I want to be vegan or maybe whole thirty. I mean, there's just so many to choose from. It can be quite daunting. There are so many different plans that you can pick and choose from, and there's nothing to say that you can't pick and choose different parts of different plans either. But the important thing is that you have to also understand that if you're dealing with any type of medical condition or you have anything, any type of ailment that requires a special diet, that you absolutely stick to that first and foremost. Your doctor can be a good resource for this, although I wouldn't necessarily say that they are the um, 
the most your, your, your GP isn't going to be the best source for this information. You can certainly seek out a nutritionist or you can seek out some of the plans, grab some books uh, from the library or something like that to find a good plan that works for you. I would definitely recommend though that you at least do some research in the early stages to make sure that you understand the, the plans themselves and don't just kind of dive head in and just pick one and go for it. Yep. All right. So uh, now that we're talking about a plan, let's talk about the importance of gathering all necessary items to be able to be successful uh, with your plan. So now that you've chosen a plan, comes the fun part, really. Actually, um, it should be a plan that's fun. So if you're about to gather a bunch of items and it's not fun and it's boring and it's annoying, you've probably chosen the wrong plan. I'd recommend going back to the drawing board and finding a plan that's fun and engaging for you. So the trip to the grocery shop, to the um, you know to the store to grab utensils, to cook with, to chop with, to uh, really fill out your kitchen. If you don't have those items, definitely get a good set of cooking utensils. I think that goes without saying. You should have those. But if you don't, and a lot of people don't, you know, take that, put a little expense in there, and get some items that you can use to cook healthy food at home with. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, funny story. I remember uh, a few years back, I. I started a, a nutrition plan, one that looked really fun and, and engaging. And um, I was gathering all the items, or at least I thought I had all the items. And uh, during a dinner recipe, I was trying to cook something up and it required a blender. And at that time I didn't have a blender. So I was like, oh, I know, I'll just mash it up with a, with a fork. So I'm trying to mash it up and it's just, it's not working out. So uh, I got really frustrated and I was like, oh, and the whole, dinner seemed to be ruined in my eyes and I gave up and I realized um, now looking back, you know, after giving up and eating something else that wasn't as good for me, it's just so important to have those things and not have not not have them and have to go get them last minute. Yeah, especially when when you're in recovery, right? We've talked about triggers previously and triggers are going to be a really important thing. So if one of your triggers is stress, and this, this uh, whole nutrition plan and this whole prepping food is causing you stress and, and causing a triggered situation for you, that's a big red flag and you should reevaluate the whole plan. If it's something that requires large amounts of cooking and that's something that you hate, don't do it. Don't, take, don't, don't risk your, your sobriety because you are in a situation where you're literally triggering yourself because we've told you to you know, pick a healthy eating plan or, or a good nutrition plan. So find something that is... Uh, simple doesn't you know re- requires you to gather items of course and, and that you have those available to you but that it's a uh, something that brings you to to a point that solves the goal of healthy eating without making you stressed yes and one other thing to add on to gathering uh, essential items is if you find a plan and let's say that plan has um, additionals or extras if you can swing it financially, I would also recommend grabbing those things, um, such as additional cookbooks or maybe um, additional uh, special onion choppers, or I don't know. I mean, there's just so much, but these companies that come up with these nutrition plans, they do it because they want you to be successful and not frustrated and not right. feel overwhelmed. Um, so they have you know, these extra things that you can add on to it to make it easier for you. Yeah, don't forget the special onion chopper. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's talk about uh, getting rid of junk food. Ooh, junk food. We've all got it. I'm sure there's probably some junk food in, in our house somewhere. Yeah. Um, this is... It's important to 
No, and we know that not everybody is in the same living situation. So some of you may be um, only responsible for yourself. Mm. Some of you may have roommates. You may be, uh, you may have kids. You may be living with your parents. Whatever. Um, the thing is, is that junk food. If you keep it around, okay, you're gonna want to eat it. It's it's simple. So we recommend that you go through your house and you get rid of it. Yeah, purge. Go through. Find the stuff that's not working. Find the stuff that isn't good, that doesn't fit the nutrition plan that you've picked, and just dump it. You know, or preferably actually donate it if you can, if it's unopened. Definitely want to donate it. But the key here is to not have that stuff around because the temptation is going to be there. And again, we've talked about triggers already, but that's going to be a triggering thing if you're in a stressful situation and you're having to make these stressful choices between healthy and unhealthy. It's going to just open up a potential floodgate of emotions for you that that could lead you down a bad path. Take a take a look at sugar, for instance. If there's if there's sweets or if there's candy in your in your house or or cake, then that's going to be a situation where if you're already dealing with withdrawal for something or you know you're you're dealing with and um, you're in recovery for something and those sweets are just calling your name constantly, constantly. It's going to be a battle, and that's just a battle you don't need to be waging every day. Yeah, and something else to do or to think about is. A lot of people have this mindset that, um, okay, I'm going to start a nutrition plan next week. So from mm -hmm. now until next week, I'm just going to eat all the junk food <laughs> I can because, um, well, I'm going to start to be healthy. Don't do that. Okay, just don't. Because what happens, okay, is that once you start the plan, it ends up being a lot harder to... Uh, to go into healthy eating when you've had a week full of just uh, unhealthy eating. I know I keep bagging on sugar, but sugar is a very addictive substance. It's almost as addictive as cocaine. And when you think about it from that perspective, if you're dealing in, if you're dealing with a withdrawal from sugar, which is a real thing, or let's even say caffeine, you know, I'm a big caffeine drinker here myself, and, and that has its own set of kind of withdrawals that you're going to have to deal with. So in addition to trying to start a new healthy lifestyle and new healthy eating plan next week, you're also going to be dealing with sugar detox and you're just going to be craving those those awful foods. It's it's a real mindset switch and something you have to kind of get used to feeling. So you can start, even before you start your nutrition plan, you can start making healthier choices now so that when you do start mm -hmm. your plan, it won't be so difficult. So today, uh, go through your house, okay, and or your home or wherever you live, Get a box, put all your junk food in a box, donate the stuff that is unopened or give it to a neighbor or a friend or whatever, compost anything that's been opened and just start thinking about how you can start making healthier choices right now. Don't forget your workplace too. If you've got candy in the drawers or if you've got crisps or extra things or chips that you need to get rid of, don't forget to do that because that's another place where if you're working, you're spending a lot of time. And I know that can be difficult when there's junk food at work that's it's pretty normal but we'll talk about that a little bit later on how to deal with that yep let's talk about making a meal plan so why would you want to make a meal plan why is it important well it's really important to make a meal plan because like we talked a little bit about earlier you don't want to be caught off guard like you don't want to get to dinner time and not know what you're mm. going to be eating so planning your meals is really important for a couple different reasons first you want to know uh, what you're going to be shopping for each week and you want to make sure that you get all of the ingredients to set you up for a good week. 
Yeah, winging it just isn't going to work in this situation because, like we've talked about earlier, if you're winging it and it's suddenly 7 p.m. on a Monday night and you've got to make dinner, you might be following a nutrition plan, but the likelihood that you can open that book or that course or that, you know, whatever it is that you're following and you have everything and you've just, and you're ready to go, it's going to be super unlikely. How are you going to cook something that takes two hours if you haven't planned for it? So you, you really have to figure out what's in this plan. What meals am I going to be eating when? And do I have all of the all of the the items required to cook that? Which is what we talked about earlier, which is getting all the right stuff in your house. Yeah. So what we recommend doing is uh, finding some sort of planner if it's uh, maybe on your phone, if you're um, a gadget person or pen and uh, I prefer just old fashioned pen and paper. Uh, pen and works paper. Just fine. But whatever works for you, uh, going through every week. Uh, planning out every meal that you have and then see if you need to prep anything beforehand. Um, I know like there was the other night I was cooking and I didn't realize that um, I had, we were doing like a tofu curry and I didn't realize that we had to press the tofu, which takes like two hours or soak cashews or whatever it is. Um, Just be prepared for all that. So you need to know exactly what you're going to be eating every single day yeah and the, the the whole thing with the meal planning is that lots of the different plans that we've talked about have specific meal plans to follow but again it's it's not about getting it absolutely perfect and stressing yourself out about it so if you can follow those meal plans and you know what's coming up and you know what to eat when then that's going to make your life easier but if that causes you more stress you know, try to shy away from that and customize it and, and make it fit to whatever works for you. Yep, that's a really good point. All right, so let's now talk about uh, planning your week. Planning your week, it's super important. I know we've said everything so far is super important, but if you think back, <laughs> if you think about the times you've been unsuccessful with healthy eating, it probably has a lot to do with how you've planned your week. So, you know, I work every day and I go into an office every day. And when I go into that office every day, there are certain things, there are certain activities and meetings and events and things that happen that I have to make sure I plan for it in order to eat healthily. I could eat super unhealthy and make sure I was eating all the time and I have an unplanned experience. But instead, you know, I plan in advance. I know what's coming up Monday through Friday. I even know what's happening on the weekends when we're going to events or we're going places. And we're able to then plan for those events so that we can continue to eat healthy. So we're not in a situation where, oh, look, there's a, not, there's a food vendor here at this event. Therefore, we can eat unhealthy you know, fried food or, or whatever you know the unhealthy option is. Because it's always unhealthy whenever you go somewhere. There's always an ice cream van. There's always fried food stands and, and glazed donuts and that Yeah, kind of and, stuff. and we're not saying like never go out. But the thing is, if you plan... Uh, Let's say you know you and a bunch of friends are going to be going out Friday night. Mm -hmm. If you know this ahead of time, you can look online, you can look at the menu, and that way you're prepared to make a healthier choice. Yeah, you don't have to be in in a situation where you can't make a healthy choice. There's many, many, many restaurants when you go out and I'll have really good healthy options Mm -hmm. to choose from. And you also know if you're going to a family member's house, if you need to bring food, because that's okay too, you know. Planning ahead means making those difficult decisions and, and being okay with those decisions, you know, in, in in alignment with the meal plan that you've chosen, in alignment with the food plan that you're choosing to, to follow and the items that you've gathered. You can you can really plan your week quite effectively. Yep, and it's very important. And just like how we talked about before, 
however you however you want to do it, um, you know, through your phone or uh, through an app or uh, Gmail calendar or whatever, um, just start plugging in the times that you're going to be eating. You got to be prepared. Like if you work Monday through Friday, eight to five, when are you going to be eating breakfast? Mm-hmm. Are you going to be eating breakfast at seven or after you get to work? And is there going to be enough time once you get to work for you to eat breakfast and enough time for you to get that snack in that you need um, every day? So yeah, you got to, you want to feel yourself for the whole day and plug in those things in. It sounds funny, but I plug them into my calendar and you know, this is my time is non-negotiable. This is when I'm eating and you know, that's, that's what's going to happen and that's how it works. Yep. All right. So let's, uh, let's talk about that grocery list. Okay. So now that you've chosen your meal, you've gathered your supplies, you've made your meal plan and you planned your week. Let's talk about the importance of making a shopping list and grocery shopping and This here is how you can really make a huge difference in your nutrition uh, plan overall. I agree. And I want to just kind of take a moment to highlight the fact that grocery shops are designed from the get-go to trap you and to trick you into buying the wrong types of items that are unhealthy for you. Lots of big brands pay big money to have great shelf placement that is at eye height, that's designed to be appealing and enticing, and labels are very, very much designed to trick you into buying things that you think are healthy that aren't really healthy as well. So you've got to be really, really, really careful when you're going into a grocery shop that you really do make good choices in that and just understand that everything in there has been placed specifically to get you to buy it, especially things like candy bars at the at the at the checkout line and soda and, and those kinds of things. Yeah, so we want you to limit the amount of time that you spend in a grocery store and we have two tips uh, for that. Uh, so the first one is never go to the grocery store hungry. No. Um, that's a really big mistake and you probably heard this before but science has actually backed this up that if you go to the store hungry you will end up picking up you know an extra this or an extra that yeah. and you don't want to do that. And the second one is If you haven't uh, had an opportunity to shop online, now would be a great time to start. Shopping online uh, really helps making and making good choices because you're sitting there behind a computer. uh, These items are not thrown in your face. It's not physical. Not as much, correct. I mean, you'll still get the ads and stuff, but um, you have time to to think about what you're buying and think about it. Once you get to the cart, you can review it. You can take things off that you know aren't healthy. Yeah, not everyone has the ability to do so. Not everyone has that option available to them. So if you don't, that's okay. Just know that when you're going in, you've got to be super focused. You've really got to be strict on that list that you've created. Don't deviate from that list. And make sure you've got every single item that you that you need before you go in on that list and that you stick to that. Yeah, so when you're making your list, pick a day, um, maybe Saturday or Sunday, and you're gonna be looking at your plan that you've already created for the week. So you'll start with making your plan, uh, your meal plan, and then you're just gonna go through and, and write everything down. Don't forget even the little things like spices and mm-hmm. you know things like that. Um, so you'll make your full list. And then we are also very aware that uh, not everybody's just gonna be shopping for themselves, and that can be quite difficult too. Okay, so let's talk about the importance of making small changes each and every week. Small changes have a really profound impact on your overall health. It might not seem like it to begin with, but if you think about it like a snowball rolling downhill, it gathers speed, gathers momentum, and it builds into something much bigger, and that supports your overall foundation for health. It does. 
when you start a meal plan, it's it's important to be to be kind to yourself um, and remember that you're not going to be perfect. Nobody's perfect. No. Okay, so if you made a mistake uh, this week, and I don't don't actually call it a mistake. It's just maybe you didn't make the best uh, the best choice as far as nutrition. Then think about that going into next week. How can you improve on that? Um, so we talked about uh, earlier, I remember when we were talking about that morning cup of coffee. Yeah, yeah. So when you think about kind of uh, small changes in your life, just even think about things like coffee. If you're going every day to a Starbucks and you're ordering a big venti frappuccino with whipped cream, maybe next week you can drop the whipped cream. And then maybe the week after that, you can think about, you know, switching to non-fat milk or, you know, dropping the sugar, or, you know. Don't deprive you. The goal isn't to deprive yourself and make this a, a horrible experience because then you may just trigger yourself and get into you know all kinds of bad situations. But think about ways that you can make small changes that will have you know bigger impacts on your life later on down the road, and then those add up over time, and you're not having to be in a situation where you're just like dreading every day. Yeah, yeah, and we are also. Uh, very aware that you may not be shopping for just you. And I think that can be a real challenge when you are um, trying to eat healthier. Um, if mm. other people in your family are like, where's my Mountain Dew? Or how come you didn't buy this? When you're, you know, you come home with vegetables. Um, and that can be stressful for you. So we don't recommend going all out for everybody. Uh, maybe for you, if you can, if you can handle that sort of stress and following that meal plan. But when it comes for the other people in your household, if you make small changes every week, maybe things that they won't notice, um, and then you do a small little change, like you were saying before, it snowballs, and then you'll be surprised in six months, you'll look back and you'll be like, oh, we haven't had um, those chocolate bars in the house for six months. How amazing is that? Yep. But I think it's important that you also have to balance that with the idea that you are making a healthy lifestyle change. You do need to get rid of junk. You do need to make those choices now to, to, um, to make sure that's better, but that you are also aware that you can make small changes for other people. Another small change that has a big impact is actually the inclusion of vitamins. Yep, now, full absolutely. disclosure, vitamins are very contentious. People on one side will say they're bad for you. Some people will say they do nothing for you. Some people say they're great for you. We're in the camp that says you should probably have a multivitamin in your life or you know have a good vitamin regimen in your life. As long as you've checked in with the doctor, full disclaimer, over. <laughs> yeah, so because you have been struggling with an addiction, it's likely that... Um, you've been depriving your body of certain vitamins. So that's just a bare minimum of where you should start as far as vitamins. Find a good multivitamin, one preferably that's plant-based, that doesn't have a lot of fillers. Um, do some research on this and pick a good one that works for you. Yeah, we'll have a link from ones that we recommend. You're you know, not obligated to buy any of those, of course. And also consider if you're in an area that doesn't have a lot of sun, you might want to supplement with vitamin D because that's going to be something that helps increase your mood and ensure that you're in a good place um, mentally as well, which, you know, of course, as part of recovery is super important. Yep, and things like if you're a vegetarian, you might need additional uh, vitamin B12. Um, if you are, if, if you're suffering from any sort of like um, autoimmune disease or diabetes, 
it's important that you talk to your doctor about what vitamins are safe uh, for you. Yeah, especially if you're taking any medication. Again, another medical disclaimer, neither one of us are doctors. We're not trying to play a doctor on TV either. So make sure that you consult whether or not you can take XYZ vitamins with, uh, with any medication that you're on or any medical condition that you are dealing with. Uh, but certainly know that they can have an important role to play in your sobriety and recovery as well. Yep, and one last thing, if you, if you can swing it, uh, talk to a nutritionist or a dietitian. Um, they might recommend some additional supplements just to get your body back up to, to baseline. Um, it's likely you've been depriving your body for so long, so additional supplements might be good for you. Yeah, if you can't see a nutritionist, you can order some online blood test kits, uh, which will give you a full panel, identify kind of where you're missing on those kinds of nutrients. Just, you know, take those with a grain of salt, make sure you're ordering from a good reputable place. Uh, which kind of leads us into checking in with the doctor. Yeah, checking in with the doctor is really important. So there's a couple things um, that you should be thinking about when checking in with a doctor. First, you we recommend that you just go to your GP um, just to get a baseline of where you're at. So get some blood work done, have a have a checkup, um, and see if you are uh, see where you're at. Yeah, definitely. Finding out and, and making sure, checking in with what kind of damage you may have done to your body based on kind of what you were dealing with and, and what kinds of things that you need to change um, to, to to make sure that you're, you're repairing your body in the right kind of way because that's going to, again, feed up to uh, your headspace as well and that's going to improve the, the mental health situation that you're in as well. Definitely. Uh, so you've been tackling this addiction and once you get on that healthy eating habit, um, you should start to feel a lot better in just a few weeks. But if you're not, um, if you're still feeling sluggish or maybe you're feeling bloated or you're feeling, you know, you've got some other things going on, um, it's probably because there's some sort of underlying medical condition that you just don't know about. So that would be another time uh, to check in with your doctor. Yeah, you can't be too careful on that. I mean, I, I would caveat that, that by saying that when you do switch to a new healthy eating plan, your body might not be used to it so you may see some changes in bodily functions shall we say and so just keep that in in consideration um but you know hopefully your skin should clear up you're gonna feel like you have more energy you're gonna be able to sleep better uh, and those kinds of things are really gonna play an, um, an impactful role but if you're not seeing those changes or if things are getting worse for you progressively definitely check in with a doctor then um, that should that should get you in a good space yeah absolutely nice work on taking charge of your health uh, today we talked about the importance of nutrition and addiction and we talked about how finding a good plan plays a huge role in how successful you might be. Yep. We also talked about things you might need to do at home, getting the right materials, getting rid of junk food, when you go to the grocery store, making sure you've got a list to follow, making sure that you've planned all your meals out for that whole week and that knowing that when you step foot inside that grocery shop they're trying to trick you they're trying to get you to buy the unhealthy food just say no <laughs> yes and um, also uh, don't forget about um, calling your doctor and uh, getting those good vitamins thanks for joining us on our monthly mastermind yep and we'll see you uh, next month if you have any questions drop them in the Q&A section we'll be more than happy to answer them we're looking forward to seeing what nutrition plans you guys are on what foods you're doing maybe some cooking videos as well Throw them up on Instagram, tag us in Snapchat, throw us on Twitter. You know what to do. Bye.